Hello and you're very welcome to uh, my podcast. This is Owen Colgan here. This is a podcast where I'm just going to ramble. I'm just going to ramble for about 30 minutes in the morning, the same day every week. So hopefully you enjoy it. And if you don't, then I can't do an awful lot about it. But I'll try my fucking best. I'll try to make it better. Um, New Year's resolutions. Have you broke any so far? I've actually broke all of them. My New Year's resolutions was to um, not smoke, not drink, and to get fit. Those three things. So what happened was, um, number one, I met a friend who I hadn't seen in a while. And he was like, come on, I'll go for a pint. I was like, I can't. The New Year's resolutions. And he was like, come on, let's go for one pint. No. New Year's resolutions 2019. I can't drink. That's what I was thinking in my mind, but I was like, oh, what if I just go for one? And uh, ended up going for four, so it wasn't so bad. Not only that, but um, he also had cigarettes, so after the fourth point, I was like, I'll have one cigarette. So I broke those two resolutions, but I'm back on the, the wagon again. <clears throat> and the fitness one, well, that's different because I actually got really sick. I've got a cold, so um, I, I couldn't go running. And actually, I got sick because I was out running, so... I couldn't go running every day from the 1st to the 7th, which would have been a brilliant way to bring in the new year. But anyways, back running today, um, and I'm going to restart the New Year's resolutions. There's no time like the present, baby. So you have to be careful, you know? You have to be careful who you meet, and you've got to be careful if you do make resolutions. If you don't believe in them, then do whatever the fuck you want. I don't give two fucks. But, um... If you do have resolutions or even, you know, goals, you just want to be so careful because there's landmines all over the place. But um, this year, I'm definitely going to keep mine. I know I've, I've, as I just said, I just kind of broke them, but I'm definitely going to keep mine this year because I'm 34, 35 this year. And you know what? I need to. I need to give up the cigarettes. I need to get fit because I'm at that age there now, but that... It's going to get too hard almost if I get to 36, 37, and I'm really out of shape. If I can sort of uh, set myself some nice kind of foundation this year, then by the time I'm 35, 36, you never know. I might even have a six-pack. You'd never fucking know. Um, What else was I going to say to you? <clears throat> um, I feel like I just can't waste time anymore, you know? I feel like I can't waste time because I've wasted... I waste time, you know. We all do that. We all waste time. But I think that the last couple of years, I've definitely wasted time just looking at shit on the internet that I shouldn't, you know, like conspiracy and all the other rubbish and all the other glory holes that you go down. Uh, Conor McGregor stuff. What else? Just MMA stuff. Um, random documentaries that mean nothing to me. Crap movies. Silly, silly stuff that, you know gets you nowhere so it's time to knuckle down stop wasting time um also i was over in new york recently i was over there in december crazy december 15th i was out in Keens bar which is in woodlawn it's a great spot and it's in new york is absolutely crazy everybody is everybody's doing something over there you know it's like you get on the subway in the morning and it's wedged full of people and no one's looking at anyone and this is like half five in the morning it's the weirdest thing because you're in a room that's full of people and yet nobody's looking at each other and if you look at somebody 
you could get killed, you know, so you got to be so careful. So um, when I was on the subway, I'm, I'm terribly nosy, so I had to just really tell myself, stop looking at that man. Don't be looking at his face. So then you, you just, what happens is then you, you pretty much spend the whole time scanning the roof and the floor with every, with uh, every while, then you might just like have a quick look at everyone, see what, what's going on, but I don't know, it's a weird, there's a weird vibe on there, but as I was saying, it's crazy. People are like just like crammed in there all day, going to work. Americans, they work really hard. Most of them get up at like half five, six in the morning and then don't get home till the same time, so you know, they're they're working at least 12 hours and they're commuting maybe two hours on top of that. So that's that's mental. That's why they're all on uh, prescription drugs or whatever to keep themselves fucking going. I'd be on the myself if I was over there, you know? Um, it's a kind of addictive kind of culture, though, because, you know, it's like a race where, like, if someone else is working that hard, You've got you've got to work that hard, or else you're not going to survive there. So you just got to keep working that hard. So if someone's working twelve hours, you know you pretty much have to do the same because someone else is going to take your job. And it's just as simple as that. Unless, of course, you're very efficient with your time, which most humans aren't. Um. But yeah, that was it then. Really, New York, crazy place. Went to Brooklyn, full of hipsters. That was really interesting. Lots of weird hipsters there. Knocking around with funny, ironic, non, non-ironic moustaches and uh, really tiny cafes that sell you really nice food, but really awkward to sit down in. Um, and Brooklyn is funny because it's loads of hipster spots. People seem to have too much money and they're just like, you know, not really doing a whole lot. And then a couple of blocks down, then you'll have people hustling on the streets, looking pretty dodgy, asking you for money. So it's a eclectic mix of people where else do we go to we went to um manhattan manhattan looks after itself it's plenty of money there boy that's where the money is in, in new york manhattan um that was nice central park went to get went to see central park there was the christmas tree was there in manhattan um times square was there as well a lot of people standing around taking pictures of tvs which I did myself, to be honest. And that was nice. Crazy place. My mind, mind was blown. Every day my mind was blown. I'd come home from the city and I'd be like, just in bed going, fucking hell. Oh, for fuck's sake. The people are crazy too. New York people are crazy. Because they're all sort of, um, I don't know if it's if it, they're acting, but they're all very confident. And um, they're all very well spoken. I mean, they're very articulate. Um and they they seem friendly, but at the same time they're not. You know, they're, they've got a very cold demeanor. But at the same time, if you ask them for directions, they'll they'll give you the directions exactly. You know, unless uh, if they don't know the directions as well, that's another thing. I asked one guy for directions one day. I was like, how how do you get down to? I don't know where I was going to. I think it was the East Village in Manhattan. And I was like, how do you get down to uh, the East Village? And I said a particular street, and he was like, I don't know, sir. And then he just walked off. Which I thought was nice, because at least he was clear with it. Like, if that was me in Ireland, I'd be like, if someone asked me for directions to fucking, I don't know, um, rap mines, even though I know where that is. But if I didn't know where it is, I'd be like, oh, I think you go, I think you go left down by the, you see that building? Yeah. What you want to do is you want to go round it. And then when you go round it, then if you, you'll 
um, just straight, and then I'd walk off, and I'd be like, "Fuck! I shouldn't have just you, you told me. I didn't know where it was." Um, but anyways, that's what I've been up to in the last while. I'm doing a gig over there in New York in Keens Bar, rowdy spot, great, great night. Um, I'm getting into the stand up. Was doing a tour last year of Ireland, so that was a great learning curve. Had some great nights and um, learned a lot about myself. Learned a lot about how to do stand up. It's a hard game. It's a really hard game because you um, you're putting yourself out there on the line, especially for an hour. I went from ten minutes doing ten minutes on stage to an hour, which is nuts. It's probably something you shouldn't do, if I'm honest. The best way I think to do things in stand up now that I've learned is that um, just do do five minutes at the start, even three minutes at the very start, then move up to ten. And then when you get to ten, just move slowly up the ranks to fifteen, twenty. And I used to, I used to wa- think that the reason why people did that was because you know they just want to take their time. It's it, well that is the main reason, but it's also because it's it's very hard to do. 30 minutes on stage you need to really understand the ebbs and flows of 30 minutes in front of a live audience so just having a drink here because I've got a bit of a cold but yeah you need to figure out um, you figure out uh, the energy as well that's very important for like for an hour long show so I was up there for an hour doing the gigs and um, to be honest sometimes it was great and, and I really enjoyed every single gig because I learned and sometimes the gigs were great but sometimes I was, um, sometimes I was, I felt like I was caught out, I was like, fuck, I'm up here now, I could be 25 minutes in, or 35 minutes in, I'm like, shit, man, I need to get the energy up again, because even, if I'm tired myself, or if I'd been out the night before, something like that, or something that day had annoyed me, or I'd been in bad form for some reason, which, you know, the fans don't care about that, or the people that have came to see me, they don't give a shit, if, um, I've had an argument with my mother that day, or, something like that you know so um something i definitely learned from the stand-up is that it's good to do all the small slots and i'm gonna i'm this year i'm getting back into doing the small slots i'm gonna keep doing the one hour shows really enjoying them i've got some new material coming out and um i'm gonna continue talking about crows birds and jambons they're the three pillars of my career it seems now so i'm gonna continue talking about them but i'd like to get into deeper stuff as well such as kim kardashian Herself and Kanye West had fallen out. But we'll get on to that later on. Um, and that's it then, really. Yeah, that's my plans. I'm also going to keep doing the videos this year. Um, try to up my level with the videos. Try to get in a videographer to help shoot stuff for me. Because um, at the moment, I've just been shooting most of the stuff myself. So um, I'm going to try and get someone else in this year as well to help me. So I can up the production level and uh, get some more stuff out there you know and then eventually crack England make loads of money and then eventually crack America make loads of money and buy a massive house in Mayo and put a massive wall around it and then I make the taxpayer pay for it hey anyways the news I'm going to talk about the news now the news the same as usual um, not much happening except Let's go through the little articles here on the, in the news. Uh, and a couple of things I'm going to read out. Three, th- four things actually. Healy Ray assaulted someone. The sons of Healy Ray assaulted somebody. Gary Lineker mascot. He was giving out about mascots. The price that clubs are charging uh, people just to come out and be a mascot. I thought that shit was free. Fuck's sake. 
Kanye West and Drake fall out. Um, that's the news across the world. That's the celebrity news. Airbnb rent prices soar, which I think is something to do with the fact that hotels are pissed off. And they're pissed off that Airbnbs are getting all the money. So they created this bit of controversy about Airbnb. Maybe it's true, maybe it's not, I'm not sure. But um, they want to squeeze out a bit of that money out of Airbnb. Or the, the government at least want to tax the bastards. So um, unfortunately, I think the good times for Airbnb are finished. Um, what else? That's it. So th- th- that's the topics I'm going to read about. Airbnb, Kanye West, Gary Lineker, and the Healy Rays. And sure, why not better start off with the Healy Rays? The Healy Rays, their sons. Um, <coughs> the, uh, Michael Healy Ray is a TD. He's, he's a wild enough old fucker, so he is. And you'll see it there in the doll, and he'd be wearing the top hat. And he'd be representing the country folk. And he's a good old skin. He's from Kerry. He's got a t- nice, strong, thick accent. I think he's a legend. I think he's a... Um, at least he's like not letting everyone in Dublin control the, the game, you know? And a lot of people think he just gets shit done for Kerry. Well, you know, isn't that what most politicians do, I suppose? But um, Anyway, his two sons, uh, they're due to appear in court on assault charges later this year. And there's a picture of the two sons who look like two lads you'd meet in the pub and they'd be fucking wild bastards. Jackie and Kevin Healy Ray, that's their names. Jackie's 23, Kevin Healy's 21. Um, alleged incident, the Christmas before last in Kinmare, County Kerry. Kinmare's a great old spot. They're both the grandsons to the late Jackie Healy Ray. Um, what was happening here? I think they just went fighting. Um, they're charged with causing assault to a man, to a man on Main Street, Kinmare, December 28th, 2017. That's annoying because... It's twenty well it's twenty nineteen now, but it was twenty eighteen when they got this charge, so they were like probably enjoying the Christmas turkey, thinking, Ah, oh, this time last year we were fucking in trouble with the cops. Thank God it's all changing. Hello? Yeah, this is the police. Alright. Yeah, it's about the incident you did this time last year at Christmas too. We want to ruin this Christmas for you as well. Right. You're under arrest. No, they didn't get arrested, actually. But um, they're going to go to court anyways and see what's going to happen there. You know? Um, Let's see. Kevin Healy Ray is a disc jockey. It's, that's kind of funny. I don't know why that's funny, but I, I, I just had a picture of him on top riding a disc in a field. Um, He's facing one charge of assault causing harm to the same man. Both brothers live in the same gaff. It doesn't say it in the paper, but they give their address, and I don't know why they always give the address because it's like, what, what you want us to fucking do? Call to the house and say, "I got your address on the paper. I heard you were doing bad things." Why do they always give addresses in the paper? They're scum, you know. This guy who who wrote this bloody fucking article, Richie doesn't give his name, does it? Huh? Online editors. That's what it says. I think they should start giving the name Shane Shane Phil Filan, Rachel Farrell, and Cormac McQuinn. Why don't they give their house address, huh? I think they should get rid of that this year. This, that's what they should do. Don't be giving people's addresses. Um, But yeah. They could receive up to 12 months in prison for people convicted of assault causing harm. However, incidents deemed serious enough can be sent forward to the circuit criminal court where there is a maximum sentence of five years in jail. Imagine doing time in the big house. Imagine being in prison. Fuck me, that'd be tough. Just in there knocking around. Everyone looking at you and you like. 
I've got to be a hard man now for the next five years, you know? Can't get away with being soft in prison. Or you get done. Speaking of which, the other day I was watching a documentary. You should check it out. It's called the. It's called Madman. It's about a lad called Steve Madden. And he's like a, the shoe king of America. And uh, <coughs> he went to prison. I forget what he went to prison for. I think it was fraud or something like that. Um... But anyways, he's a very charismatic dude. So he, when he first couple of days he went to prison, what he did is he wanted to help get some guys to help him out while he was in prison, just to sort of protect him and whatever else. And he sat down on one of the lads' beds, waiting for him to come into the bunk. And then the lad walk in, and the other lad was like, looking at him, kind of because w- apparently when you sit on the other lad's bed, that means you want to be their their girlfriend or boyfriend. So he had to charm his way out of that one so that's a word of warranty lads if you do end up going to prison don't be sitting on anyone's fucking bed well unless of course you want to it's up to yourself so it's a free worm man it's 2019 and it's Ireland so what else anyways uh, next up is the Airbnb chat actually no we're going to go to Gary Lindker Gary Lindker the whole point of this story was that the 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 mascots right basically teams in England they charge you to be a fucking mascot I never knew they charged for that. Swansea City have criticised, have been criticised for charging fans four hundred and seventy-eight pound to be mascots. So basically, they're saying to you, if you want to walk on the field with our players, we're going to fucking charge you four hundred seventy-eight pound for that shit. Fuck me. The sad thing is that the team don't give a fuck. You know, the teams don't care anymore. They don't care all the like Man United, who I used to love as a child, by the way, still do have an affinity towards them, but uh. Don't really care for them that much. They're just... They're gone to fuck. They're just a business now, you know? They're trying to make as much money as possible. And, um... God be with the good old days where Alex Ferguson... Would be giving a bollocking to Peter Schmeichel for not fucking diving properly. Nowadays it's... How much money can you sell that jersey for? Or how much money can you get off the mascots? Swansea City are charging £470 for a fucking mascot. The Welsh club were relegated from the... They were fucking relegated and they're still looking for 478 pound. Disgusting. A Swansea spokesman told the BBC, we've reduced prices this year following relegation. Well, yes, you should have reduced prices from 450 to 399 plus VAT for a weekend. It's plus VAT. You should put the VAT on it. That's another thing about America that really annoyed me. You'd go into a restaurant, right? <coughs> and it's, uh, y- or a bar and... You'd be looking at the bar menu, and um, you'd be looking at the cheapest one because everything's fucking expensive. And you'd see a drink there, and it'd be like seven dollars plus tax. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to go into a pub and have to do maths. I want you to tell me how much is the tax, then put it on top, because I already am aware that you want a fucking tip as well, you bollocks. So that's the thing I hate about America: the tipping crack. You know, why don't they just put it onto their wages and then you'll pay it? Or why don't the company pay them more? You know? Instead of trying to fucking guilt us into paying tips. You know, you like... <clears throat> by law, you don't have to pay tips. But if you don't pay tips, you're the worst person in the pub. I went to a pub and I, uh, some lad barely served me a Guinness. He gave me a shite pint of Guinness. And I had to stand at the bar when it was fucking fairly empty. And then I asked him for the Wi-Fi. He goes, oh, I think it's not working. And I was like, oh, wait, well, can, can I get the password? Yeah, sure. Gave me the password wrong the first two times. Third time was right. And um, then after about an hour or half an hour, I was like, it's not working. He goes, yeah, I think it's not working at the moment. I was like, for f- 
fuck. I was like, you're not getting a fucking tip off me, no mind. So then I was sitting there really sipping my drink, and he kept coming over to me. He goes, you want another drink? I was like, no, I'm fine. You know, and he was kind of looking at me then. So um, then I was like thinking, how do I do this? How? What's the maximum way I can penetrate this man's pain? Or how can I give him pain? <laughs> what I meant to say. Um, and then what I did is um, I I just, I just, uh, I think the drink was $6, $6. So I think I left six dollars twenty cent, <laughs> and then I just walked out, and I made sure I looked around him as I was leaving. I was like, "Yeah, twenty cent," and I walked out, and I was like, "You'll never see me again." And as I was walking past the outside of the pub, and the windows, I could just see him eyeballing me. And I was eyeballing him back, as if to say, "If you do your job better, you're going to get better tips. That's how it works. You're paying somebody for their service, you know." Anyway, Swansea are charging 478 quid for fucking bringing a child into a pitch. pitch. Gary Lineker says, oh, come on, this is dreadful. This is awful, dreadful. What's that word? Avarice. Avarice? Never heard of that word before. Have you? The word avarice. What does it mean? Extreme greed for wealth or material gain. Good man, Gary, you're dead right. Oh, come on, this is awful. Dreadful avarice. Probably said that wrong, but he's dead right. Extreme greed for wealth, which could be said about a lot of people. The Illuminati, Freemasons, other people that control the media. Extreme greed for wealth. Um, Premier League mascot prices. Man United, uh, West Ham. West Ham are top of the fucking mascot prices. 700 pound think about that like imagine like the mascots are not paying because they're only kids they don't uh, kids never work um not in the western world anyway i don't think but um imagine kid having to ask your mother ma'am ma'am what is it what the fuck do you want i want can i get money for to be a mascot what yeah i want to walk onto a field just go outside and do it no i want to do it in front of people why it's it's i don't know what my childhood dream you're still on a child all you got now is dreams you got nothing else can I have 700 pound fuck off 700 pound for fucking what I want to hold hands with a a millionaire footballer and walk walk onto a field and then be ushered off straight away fuck me 700 pound Leicester City 600 pound Tottenham Hotspur 405 pound Arsenal, Everton, Chelsea, Fulham, Huddersfield, Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Newcastle City. Newcastle City. <laughs> Newcastle United, I meant to say. Newcastle City. That could be a... That'll probably happen eventually because there's so much money in the Premier League that they'll have to have a fucking splinter team. Southampton are among the clubs who offer free mascots. Oh, that's nice. Okay, I'll take, I'll take back a couple of things I said about Man United. You know? There's a bit of morality there. Um... They let young fans come on for free. This this is weird. This is um, clubs who offer free mascot experiences for young fans who are picked from the club's junior membership database. They have a junior membership database, which sounds extremely dodgy. They have a database of young ones, and they probably look through them and go, no, 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 too fresh looking. Get rid of them. 
No. Too smarmy. Yes, get that kid who looks like he could get some sympathy votes. Um, That's it, really. I think it's an absolute fucking disgrace. And Gary Lineker thinks it's an absolute disgrace, too. I actually met Gary Lineker before. I was doing an interview for Joe.ie. And um, it was in Ireland, so it was actually in a hotel there in Temple Bar. I remember met Gary Lineker. And uh, I think I was allowed to ask him three questions about being on a desert island. And it was stupid now looking back at it i was stupid gary lineker he's a cool dude he's a bit weird but he's cool but um i remember i asked him the stupid question i said if you're deserted on a desert island what would you bring with you and he w- he answered like seriously he goes probably bring a book um might bring an outpad and uh it doesn't talk like this but it's something like this and he goes i might bring um i think he said a beer and i said to him would you not bring a boat no and looked at me, he goes, oh, yeah, 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 obviously, yeah. The boat, the boat, and so, yeah, yeah. And looked at me, and he cut right through me with it. And I was like, oh, you fucking cunt, Gary Lineker. You're a cunt. No, I didn't, though. I was like, yeah, you got me there, Gary. You're too long in the tooth for my fucking malarkey. From a Romeo man talking shite to you. Turned a corner that day, so I did. Went home, and I cried into my pillow. Gary Lineker's got 7.19 million followers on uh Twitter, which, by the way, I've been banned from, thanks to the fucking police, Twitter police. I'll tell you why, because, um, remember the time Khabib and McGregor were fighting? After the fight, as a joke, right? As a joke, I said to, um, Ali, as a bijam, whatever you call it, Khabib's manager, I just said as a joke, I'll fight you. And then some other guy chimed in, he's like, you won't fight him, he'll beat you in a fight. And I was joking, obviously, but I kept chiming in saying stuff like, um, I'll hammer you and I'll hammer him. And I was like making vague daft threats like, I'll call to your house with the, with the dump truck and the two of you getting it. And you left like open-winded vague statements. And then one day I went to log into Twitter and it says, you've been banned. So hopefully, suspended actually, which kind of gives me a bit of hope. But um, so far, no luck because I wrote to them. I've heard nothing back, so Twitter, if you're out there listening to this, mate, please give us a shout back, mate. New Year. Start fresh, no? But yeah, Gary Lineker, that's that shite over. Anyways, um, and so, what else are we going to talk about next? Airbnb prices. Yeah, Airbnb rental prices soar as how hosts cash in ahead of crackdown. The number of homes advertised for short-term lending on Airbnb has risen by more than 1,000 in the last year, despite the housing crisis. Homeowners appear to be cashing in before a summer crackdown, with some earning more than 200,000 in the last year letting their properties. I don't know I, I don't know how to feel about the old Airbnb thing, because in one hand, you own the property, you've paid money for the property, you know, you've saved up or whatever, you've taken out a mortgage and you've bought the property, so you're risking that. It should be under your name, no? That's your property. You own that. Um, I think if two people want to have a personal deal, it's not personal because it's on, you know, you're paying tax or whatever, but if you want to do a deal with somebody else where you rent their bedroom for a day or a week, why can't you? You know what I mean? You know what I mean, hey? But at the same time, there is a housing crisis, housing crisis, especially in Dublin, so I can understand that. But, um... At the same time, you'll never, in a lot of this chat, 
you, you don't you, you rarely see anyone talking about the price of hotels do you do you know why because they're owned by fucking rich dudes and people with loads of money and there it's okay for a hotel to charge 120 quid a night for fucking what to pay for some fucking shit milk in a fucking room or crap coffee nobody wants to decaffeinate coffee in a hotel if you work in a hotel get rid of it destroy it get proper coffee into the fucking room and the channels and the beds oh i mean some of them are just fucking disgusting you'd be in the bed and you'd be your your back would start itching and you'd look down on the floor and you'd see a spider cruising across the the carpet you know look out the window then it's just a fucking building you're looking at and they're charging 120 quid for that next day then you go down to get the breakfast it's a couple of gone off fucking rashers Oh, I don't know, hotels, you know, Airbnb, fair enough, you know, they have their own agenda for, for reasons for for reasons for reasons curbing the whole Airbnb thing, I get it, they're getting away maybe with too much, but for the love of fucking Charlie Edbo, would you start fucking cracking down on, on hotels too, but they won't because they're owned by rich Russian dudes who will, who will fucking leave if you start talking about them, they'll leave and they'll go somewhere else, you know. In Waterford, the number of entire homes listed as available has risen by 56% to 245 between December this year and December 2017, the largest increase in the five cities. Conversely, the number of homes in Limerick has fallen down 15% to 85. Um, in all, 1,604 property owners rent one or more properties on the website. Dublin City Council will be given additional resources to monitor and implement the new system. That sounds a bit dodgy. They'll be given new resources to monitor. What does that mean? There'll be a load of lads in fucking suits and masks coming to your house with guns saying, Is this an Airbnb property, is it? Let's be drink finished now. Meanwhile, St. Vincent de Paul said it had noted a surge in calls from people struggling to pay high private rental costs in addition to their other bills. High private rental costs. Mm. Is that Airbnb's fault though, is it? Or is that greedy landlords charging too much money? You know? And a lot of these politicians are landlords too, you know? So, um, I don't know. They're the ones making the laws. So you got to be so wary, the cunts. you got to be so... I often, My father often said that to me when I was growing up. Be so wary, the cunts. I'd be like, who are you talking about, Dad? Just everyone. Be aware of everyone. Um, I don't know. I do not know what to say. St. Vincent de Paul, they've, they've noted a surge in people calling, struggling to pay high private rental costs. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, you know. Dublin is, the prices are gone to fuck. Everything has gone to fuck, you know. I was looking there a few months ago for, um, thankfully I got a place. Thank you so much to the karma energy out there in the world, or God, if you're looking down on me, whoever helped me out. I did eventually get a place in the city centre, north side, and um, it's nice. Cause not not so big, but you know what? It's not, it's not massively expensive. Like we were looking for places, and it was fuck me. You're talking thirteen forty. I went to look at a place in Rat Mines for fourteen hundred and fifty quid, and number one, it was below fucking ground level. So half the window was above the floor, and half the window was below. I was looking a lo- load of concrete. I could just see people's feet walking outside. It was, oh, fuck's sake. I 
felt like one of the turtles living down in the sewers, man. That was a bit of a fucking rip-off. The kitchen and everything was squashed in together. The bed was a single fucking tiny fucking shit bed. Um, presses were falling off. Uh, no tumble dryer. Microwave was crap. Cooker was crap. And then she was like, do you want to take it? And I, well, I, I just seen it. Yeah, but like, there's people coming. They're going to want to take it. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? I don't want it. They can take it. So I left it anyways. And I said, I'll keep an eye on it. Look back on it. The house was still there a month later. And the price went down by about 25 quid. But eventually, I think someone took it because they got taken off the taken off the internet. So, I don't know. It's just, um, it's just a fucking rip-off. And let me see. Help with the cost of food, fuel, education and utility bills remain the highest number of requests from families struggling on inadequate incomes. But the charities reported the high rents are putting additional pressures on finances. Uh, yeah, the high rents, definitely. The high rents. The landlords need to answer to that one. Um, it's people that are just... The problem with it is, though, it's catch-22 because if you owned a property and uh, you were getting... A gra- just say you are getting 1000 a month and then you've seen everyone in your area was charging 1500 and you had an opportunity to raise your rent up to at least 13 would you do it what would you how would you answer that moral question you know you probably you know you'd be tempted to put it up because there's always a reason you know that's the way society is designed it's, there's always a reason to have more money we're always told we need more money to buy shite so you know the pressure that you'd create you create upon yourself you'd probably end up jacking up the price yourself you know um, but uh, yeah spirit thought for all the people that are stuck without homes and struggling to pay rent because it's very very hard not just Dublin but everywhere all the cities in Ireland and not just the cities but people trying to fucking pay rent in this in Ireland you know it's, uh, it's boom number two the Celtic Tiger's back and he's on fucking steroids and I think that um, I don't know I don't know what we're going to do about it but um Maybe the bubble's going to burst again. But at the same time, how many times are we going to keep making this mistake, you know? Because um, the prices now are just they're just ludicrous and people can't afford it. Some people can afford it. But the thing about it is, too, if you're... people are There's, there's, there's certain people in Dublin that are in really good money. But at the same time, they're also spending a lot of money on whatever. Rent, you know, clothes are more expensive. Food is more expensive. People are eating out the whole time. Now, restaurants are packed now. If you walk down the the street in Dublin restaurants are packed you know every day of the week pubs are busy every day of the week so you're getting all this extra money but you're also spending it so at the end of the day what do you have for show for it nothing really so unless people started saving but then if you start saving then there's no money circulating the economy and then the place is fucked again so anyways that's that skimmed over Um, I'm going to talk about now the main news of the day Drake unfollows Kim Kardashian on Instagram amid Kanye West drama. I don't know if anyone cares about this kind of stuff. And I don't really care either. But at the same time, I do care, you know, because it's sort of like when I was a child, I used to watch Home and Away. Or I then uh, when I got a bit older, I evolved up to Canadian Street. I actually used to watch Home and Away twice a day. That's how sad I was. And um, then I started watching, watching Canadian Street with the parents. I, started, I knew everyone on there. Thank fuck I stopped watching that. But now it's sort of celebrity life, you know, and I dip into it and you can't help but be intrigued by celebrity life, you know? Even something as fickle as Drake unfollowing Kim Kardashian. He's unfollowed Kim Kardashian Instagram. The move came after Kim K- Kanye West demanded a public apology from the rapper for following his wife 
on the social network. Something you got to be very aware of and very careful of is that Kanye West, Kim Kardashian and uh, Drake, they all have each other's numbers, mobile phone numbers, emails, or at least the ability to get them. So why do they need to air all this bullshit on on uh, Instagram or Twitter or whatever? Because it gets people like myself and other dickheads talking about it, you know. So that's what they're doing, basically. You know, the, we're buying into it. We're buying into the hype. That's the reason why they, they sell out fucking stadiums and, you know, platinum records and all the other shit that goes with it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Kanye said whose bright idea was it to tell Drake to follow my wife on Instagram well who are you asking that to fucking Kanye West whose bright idea was it to tell Drake to follow my wife on Instagram to be honest she's got about fucking 50 million followers are you going around saying that to everybody Kanye that is your real name he wrote that on New Year's Eve in a once in a in a since deleted tweet which seems to be all the rage now putting up a tweet then deleting it which is another way to kind of cause controversy but the thing about me I just got my fucking shit deleted on Twitter you know that's just how it works for the, the old minions um <clears throat> let's see what else we got here um imagine having a problem with somebody and then they follow your wife on Instagram he wrote at the time we truly wish this man the best and pray that he will find the same happiness that we have Kanye and Drake have had some beef for a while However, this recent feud started in September when Drake released In My Feelings. In the song, Drake sings about a woman named Kiki. And fans started to wonder if he was crooning about the keeping up with the Kardashian star. Kim later shut down the rumours. See, the fans that, you know, they play a very important part in this too. And sometimes I get really annoyed by the Kardashians because all, they're, all they are is a, is a bunch of fat arses. You know? And Caitlyn Jenner. What the fuck is the story with Caitlyn Jenner? Dodgy. Killed somebody. I think. Uh, don't quote me on that one. But, um... The Kardashians, yeah, all they do is famous for the fucking arses. Sitting around a house just talking shit. You know? What good is that child nor beast? That'll get you nowhere. But, it's us fools that are tuning in every day to watch it at half seven on E!, and I don't watch it, but sometimes I do glance by it, and I'm like, fuck. And I watch it, it's like, it feels to me like quicksand. You're watching it, and before you know it, you're getting sucked off by someone you don't even know. Terrible analogy, sorry about that. No, but it's, 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 it's chewing gum for the, for the bloody eyes, you know. It's, uh, it's sugar, that's what it is. It's addictive, and it's shite. And it'll rot your insides, and it'll rot your fucking brain too. And, um... The Kardashians are made up of who is it? Let me try and think off the top of my head. Chloe, Kim, uh, Kendall, uh, Kylie. Yes, that's the other one. And then there's the other one as well. I don't know. She was going out with someone else. They're all going out with basketballers. That's what they do. That's they seem to be the gimmick in the house. Going out with basketballers. Um, and I just think that. I just think that, in a way, it's our fault for watching it because, you know, the Kardashians are a production, or a, what's the word? They're a sort of spin-off of what, the, of what society wants. You know, they're a ref reflection of what society wants. So, 
if if people if nobody watched the Kardashians shows tomorrow's and the next day and now nobody bought their fucking shit makeup, then they'd have no TV show, and then nobody'd be talking about the Kardashians. So really, it's the people that are watching it that are the issue, and that's listen. I I've often flicked by it. I've often watched a couple of episodes, so I'm part of that, you know, cesspit too. <coughs> But I'm not going to watch any more that. I'm not going to. I'm talking about it now. Sure, I'm adding to it. So who am I? To I'm a fucking hypocrite. Um, what else was going on there? So yeah, Kim shut down the rumors. How did Kim shut down the rumors? Well, um, there's a picture then of Kim Kardashian, plastered in makeup, plastered in Botox, and she wears this body trainer. So she's got a very strange hip to waist ratio. Where probably all of her internal organs are fucked. But listen, she looks good in a dress on the beach. And that's all that matters. Kim Kardashian is putting the feelings to rest after fan theories flooded the internet that she was Kiki from Drake's hit song, In My Feelings. One very detailed, detail-oriented Twitter user posted a lengthy thread of messages rationalising why he believes Drake's been telling us for months now he slept with Kim K. We just haven't been listening. He's been telling us. Well, why didn't he just say in an interview, how are you getting on? Yeah, I had sex with Kim Kardashian. Instead of having to be, you know, instead of having to fucking tell us in Morris Code, Kim affirmed that we just haven't been listening because it isn't true. Um, she didn't really say anything about it, though. That's all. She didn't, see, yeah, she didn't actually come out and say anything about it. So anyway, those two clowns, those two clowns are arguing... Um, and that's it then, really. You know, that's all I want to really say about those those people. You know, celebrity gossip. You know who I don't trust, by the way, Ariana fucking Grande. Something too, something about her. The thing about her is, watch any of her music videos on mute, and uh, watch the way she goes on. She 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 does this kind of weird flirty looking down the camera, tossing her hair in the air. Sort of like she's like the new Britney Spears, but she's more sexualized. And um, she tries to let on that she's sort of innocent and, ooh, I'm Mariana Grande. I'm so young and I don't really know much about the world, but I'm very clued in too. I'm a strong, independent person and, uh, you know. But also, I don't know if, have I had sex before? Give me a fucking break, Ariana. You're minted. Of course you've had sex. Anyways... Thanks for listening to the to this first podcast. It's a bit all over the place, but um, I covered a few topics. Didn't really go into them too deeply, and I uh, hope I wasn't too uh, too all over the shop. Um, if you believe I should probably pick one topic, then I'll go with that next time. And if not, no worries. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I'm going to try and keep them regular this year. And it's just basically me chatting and trying to get stuff uh, off my chest and get into the groove of chatting, you know, because it's good to talk. And on that note, take care, have a great day, and uh, hope you have a wonderful year.